Hello and welcome to a new episode of the TLP Report podcast. We're back after um, I don't know how long what, it's been. What, it is what the season is it? it? What episode? It is, is it? season two. I do not know the episode number, but it will didn't, be. Didn't on season a two start like last October? Like, <laughs> stop crashing my intro already. It's okay. been ten seconds. <laughs> it is our first episode of the year, and I am back with well, Elliot from Elliot. Hey. Hi, you can talk now. <laughs> and Jeff from DLP Town Square. Hello. And, uh, well, the rest of the gang was, I mean, we all in lockdown, but they were somehow tied up tonight. So it's going to be the three of us. It'll be intimate, but maybe it will also be, um, and that was not shade. Maybe it'll also be <laughs> a good um, a good way to have a more quiet podcast, because some people have been telling me that we're too many and we all talk on each other, so... Maybe it will yeah, be... but that was the live episodes when it was like twelve people. Oh yeah, we had some very long episode. Um, well, before we start tonight, I wanted to say a word about our friend Louis. Uh, Louis, you may not know him um, in person or even know much about him. Uh, he's part of the DRP Report team, and as you may have seen on Twitter, um, he suddenly left us at the end of. Um, last week um, it all came as a surprise to all of us um, he was such a healthy happy guy and seemed to be very doing well uh, doing very well um, he had a great business and uh, he was always such a, a joy to have around and he's done so many great things for GLP Report um, from night photos um, aerial photos and just um, and just being a great friend and we always met up when I was in the parks and he was always there for all of us always coming up with ideas and uh, just uh, also being the voice of reason also in the community he was a big um, he was a big contributor to the DCP forum and I think all the pages and uh, basically he was just friends with everyone and loved by everyone so it's been really tough on all of us and um, so yeah just wanted to say that you know we we will really miss him, and um, and we won't forget him. So there you go. But um, you know, TRP report will continue, of course. But uh, he'll always be, you know, in our minds and in our heart when we do so many things that we do in the park, so many coverage, and you know, we always think of him. So there you go. That was that. <laughs> um, so on to the news. Yeah. <laughs> On to the news. Um, uh, well, it is Monday, uh, January. I don't even know because day, days, nights, weeks, weekends. It's all the same these days. Monday, mm-hmm. January eighteen, when we record this, and we have just learned that Disneyland Paris Shock will not reopen on February thirteen. But... Due to the prevailing conditions in Europe. What does that mean? I don't really know. <laughs> okay, thank you. I, I saw like I saw American websites pick that up. It's like. You could it too, guys. Like no, but like I don't understand what prevailing means. Like the the conditions are. I think it's I, I like think... outside of Disneyland Paris's control. I think they were just saying, "Look, guys, it's still bad," but it was a weird way of saying it. Oh, yeah. I ongoing. Don't, I don't understand. The ongoing. Can, <laughs> I, don't yeah. understand I, I haven't like... even read. I haven't even read the French release. Maybe it would make sense. I don't know. Yeah. Usually when you get some weird words in English from Disneyland Paris is because they've worked from the French one and then 
try to make in English. It's like every time they say on the occasion, I'm like, no one says uh, on the okay. occasion. It, it basically says in French, like taking into account the sanitary situation in Europe. Like that makes sense. Right, so it's just saying, okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, the destination will remain closed. <laughs> okay, well, uh, and so April 2nd is the next target. Um, I hope everyone has booked their trains allow. and their hotels and their reservations. Oh, well, yeah, by judging by Twitter earlier today, eh, people have sorted out their reservations. People have gone their park reservations, and I mean, I've personally moved my February to April, but I mean, it is. 2020 2021 do we even expect anything to actually happen anymore i feel like i'm you know i feel like uh, i feel like i'm a booking agent you you book all those things but you never go you know it's like <laughs> yeah so yeah we'll see we'll see i really hope for them that they do um and not just that of like... course because you've got all the little hotels in valdorf that kind of need the money as well right mm-hmm. yeah and like how many people from the uk also are going to be able to go and Who's going to be willing to brave whatever measure is in place? If we can even go, um, are you going to... Well, at the moment, it's a seven-day mandatory quarantine uh, with a negative test on arrival. Oh, yeah, and and you have to be an EU or French national. (laughs) Right. But, I mean, if that's the case, if if we're allowed to travel, I guess not everyone is going to be willing to do that. I've done it when I went to France for Christmas, um, before the lockdown. Um, And, uh, I mean, it's... I've, done, I've already done it twice since the beginning of the pandemic. It's fine. Or well, three times, actually. It's fine, but I mean, it's not really fun, but it's kind of worth I haven't worth left the country since July. But this is a you rumor, haven't? isn't there, at the quarantine no. hotels as well that could be interesting. Right, okay. If there's a quarantine hotel, I am out. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I love, you I see, love Disney, but I, I am You see the people on Instagram hotel. from New Zealand, Australia, and it's like putting them, yeah, brave people. Yeah, no. I mean, you know, if if you have a an, an emergency and whatever, and you have to do that, fine. But I don't think for a weekend in DLP, I would I would stay in a hotel for two weeks in London, just like stuck in my room. Uh, yeah, um, I feel like you you'd need like a decent night trip, right? So you need to be there maybe two weeks minimum to actually make that two week in a hotel worth it. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna stay there like at a long term Airbnb and just work from there for a month or something, I mean, that could be an idea. Um, <laughs> Or if you have a place there, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, no, it's it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be tight for the UK. Uh, Elliot, you were saying earlier that the law. I mean, it doesn't mean that the lockdown is gonna last till then, but the law for the lockdown lasts expires so, expires thirty first of March. Right. So that is. But they could always renew it, you know. Of course. But I feel like so subtly that sort of suggests their goal for when they would like to, if possible, be starting to lift like get out of like a national lockdown right yeah but well, I, I think it's the travel restrictions isn't it more than yeah. the lockdown that's gonna kill it so because you, you you can't realistically see people going if they have to spend two weeks either at home or in a quarantine hotel it's just not going to happen right i mean at home like in my case i don't have children and i work from home so i I might consider it, but if I have to pay for a hotel for two weeks, like that is that's just not. But it's also at the moment it's the quarantine when you're going into France, right? And there's that too. So and you have to pay for a non-NHS negative test to to get into France and coming out as well. So yeah, that makes going really complicated. It is complicated. All right. So where are you going to take your test in DLP? Right. 
I mean, there's one in Valdi. You'll find somewhere, but... I'm sure Valdehop has some <laughs> things, but I mean, that's gonna that's gonna take a bit of the magic out of the. Sorry, I'm just gonna to quickly go. top down on the Arya. Take my yeah. time. I'll be back in time for my fast pass, though. Don't worry. I have to go get my brain poked by a stick, and then I'll be I'll be right back on Main Street for the magic. But honestly, um, I just feel like the French government need to hire the sloths from Zootopia because they would be able they would be able to do the vaccine rollout faster than France ooh, is currently going. I know, right? Yeah, France is really in a weird situation where, I mean, I've, I'm, I, I was raised in France and everyone, you know, my whole family, the French people are so proud of their health system. And I was just expecting France to just champion yeah, that thing and just be like, yeah, it's been a week, we got a million, you know, but no, I don't Whereas know. Here, it's, it's weird because here it's like, oh, guys, we did well today. We got like 350,000 people done. And France is like, yeah, we did 20 today. That's pretty good for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had like a whole lot of like red tape paperwork, whatever that, but it's insane. I feel like, I feel like, you know, as much as we criticize the UK government and all the governments, to be honest, um, all day, every day, <laughs> I feel like in the UK, I started hearing about preparation for vaccination. Like, I don't know, like in September. Oh, like, earlier they were ordering them. People, as, yeah. people have like, already, like, People in the government and the NHS Task were already planning like and, where, yeah. how, when, how many, like months and months ago. Whether in France, they were just kind of like, oh, okay, well, oh, we just got the vaccine in the mail, so we should probably think about how we're going to do this. this yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's anyway. set up a free phone number. That'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, my um, my dad, who's eligible for a vaccine in France, um, it had to call and he got put on a list. And then when he called again, he was told like they couldn't find him. So, but then they couldn't re-register him because it was full. So he had to like wait and like re-register. I don't know. <laughs> In the UK, you just go on NHS.co.uk and book yourself an appointment as if you were like booking a restaurant. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, Even no. a DLP, you can book restaurants. Now I was going to say not like a DLP, yeah. but that, that shade is not applicable anymore. But no one's done it for like six months. Exactly. I wonder if it's still up. <laughs> They're gonna somebody, reopen somebody like, one day oh. will be like oh did, did we remember to flick the switch oh, does anyone have well, the I, login I, I code like, for though, the standby pass <laughs> i feel like though with the much the amount of stuff we got like we saw added to the app in the last six months before closure like during that six month what, four months they're open i feel like are we going to go back and like have some surprise with all this functionality or well standby pass is definitely going to come back because before the closure they they removed it for a while and we were like yeah victory and then they put it back with even more attraction so i guess they I just that. that was weird that was i just weird. think it wasn't enough like crush like it was an inconvenience to do it just for crush but if you had to do it for lots of attractions then the guests would learn how to use it i think that was the methodology behind it well it has to be like a whole system yeah exactly like because it's true it... having to do it just for a couple of attractions just makes it kind of weird because you don't really think about it and it's just for that and and also, they you can't choose the time that you come back. You just click, and it tells you when to come back. And I'm like, well, uh, I don't mind booking, but can I please have at least a choice of a couple options? But then mm. it becomes FastPass, right? So then, then that's the whole thing. So then, is FastPass becoming virtual at Design Ooh, Paris? Maybe you could have like a paid option where you do select your time slot. Right, like the Max Pass in Disneyland Resort. Yeah, but you can't pick your time slot there. You still get like no, you, you get do. told when to come. No, you get the next available. Yeah. So it's like is max pass is just it's yeah. my Disney sure. experience. 
my Disney experience, you know, mm-hmm. the biggest. Are you sure? I feel like I've, I feel like I chose times on Max Pass, no? Or maybe I get confused yeah. with Disney World. Yeah, However, like with Max Pass, it's like so good. Most of the stuff is in twenty minutes anyway. So by the time you've walked there, scanned in, you're picking your next one on the app. So right. Oh, like, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, and, you're and right. You know, that is what you it know is. Before you press yeah. the button, when you're going to be coming back, it's not like mm-hmm. right. You press and it. I think this... It goes surprise. Standby pass was the surprise, and that was just really inconvenient because you just kind of like praying for the best. It could be like in an hour, it could be in five minutes, but it also could be like ten minutes before closure. <laughs> You're like, yeah, oh, because like on on Max Plus, you like scroll and you're like, ah, oh, I can do India in like twenty five minutes. Yeah, I'll do that. Right, that's true. Oh, you're right. That is. And with Max Pass as well, they had like the uh, allowance where you could go in before your time, didn't they? I feel like they had like a. I think it was five minutes before yeah. and fifteen after or something like that. Yeah. I don't know something like that. But I mean, with you know, the, there's the, that's the one thing. Maybe the only one thing that this pandemic has done well for DLP, uh, well, the refurbishments and also yeah. pushing them to finish all those digital projects that I'm sure would have taken another five years and now are have been forced <laughs> to mature very quickly. Um, so hopefully... Major keep... credit, where credit's due, the app stuff has been good. And I was actually quite excited. They've actually got the online check-in now ready right. and working. That no one has was, tried because yeah. they closed before it started, didn't it? Yeah, it's so... <laughs> I haven't uh, even opened the app for months now. I hate that the app is still in the other folder on your iPhone. Ugh. If someone from the app is listening, please put it in the travel category and not in the other, because apart from the crap Alexa app and Disneyland Paris, these are my only apps that are in the other folder. What's in my um, other folder? I'm sure there is some stuff. I don't even no. know. Oh, yeah. Oh, Philips Hue. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Philips Hue. I've actually removed it because it was bugging me so much that it was in the other. So just use the home app? And, uh, yeah, just use the home app. Oh, Line Bidi sits in other as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, so April, 2nd, April 2nd is the next try. And um, they're reopening with two hotels. Are they the same hotels that they reopened with last time? No. Is, Oh, last time was Cheyenne and No, they just Newport. reopened with Newport Bay for like the first oh, week right. and or two weeks. Yeah. And then Cheyenne reopened and then Santa Fe very shortly after. Yeah. And then Cheyenne but closed then Cheyenne again. closed again. Yeah. And this time it's going to be Santa Fe and Newport. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing is Disneyland Hotel is not reopening anytime soon it doesn't even have a reopening date the latest date that we have is october 23rd and that's sequoia lodge so that means that disneyland hotel is not even planned i mean unless they surprise us but it looks like disneyland hotel is not even planned to reopen until the end of this year and at this point doesn't have a date either marvel doesn't have a date marvel was not even mentioned on the list which makes me think that they're cooking up something because marvel is supposed to come this summer so my guess is that it's going to be it's going to be Marvel, and then I guess Disneyland Hotel is just going to stay close forever. Well, the plan, the plan, the publicized plan was always that it was going to be like once they finish a hotel and move on to the next one. And the only hotel left is Disneyland Hotel. So, in right. theory, once they finish the well, Crockett, yeah. Crockett uh, hasn't been done either. Yeah. Right, but it doesn't count. Um... Oh, that's oh, me. Crockett's oh, nice. Okay, okay, okay. I've never been there. Never been either really because cool, I don't actually. have a car. If yeah. someone, I'm okay, gonna yeah. I'm gonna ask friends who have cars to take me one day just for like lunch or something, just so I can go look around. It's it's actually really cool. So 
like if you've seen the Davy Crockett films, it's literally like you're walking through it, and it's really cool actually. That is cool. And the swimming swimming pool in Davy Crockett is insane. I have seen photos of that, and it looks very good. A lot like you see all the um the Facebook groups. A lot of people will book Davy Crockett because of the pool. And also, I mean, if you have, like, a family and if you come by car, why not? It's mm-hmm. not... Oh, those little cabins are cute. They're really nice, actually. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. And you can fit a lot of people, I think, in them. And Yeah. Um, yeah. So and each one has, like, a little barbecue as well, which is really fun. Yeah. That's fun. It's like Centre Parks at Disneyland Paris. Oh, uh, if you go to the shop there, which is huge, it's like a supermarket. It's crazy. Huh. Okay. We have well, to go, maybe, Ben. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can uh, do an excursion there sometime. Um, so, uh, right, so Disneyland Hotel not reopening. Is it going to just stay closed and just have its, its transformation into the Princess Hotel? Um, maybe. I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting. But then that means that are they going to wait for the 30th anniversary to kick off so that they don't have all the scaffolding? Maybe they're going to do it like in summer 2022 once the anniversary is quite ongoing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of weird. Weird choices, but I guess they don't have that many options. So uh, right now, I don't think there's just a, the customer demand for Disneyland Hotel. especially when It was always going to be a project that was like kind of inconvenient because of the iconic location the hotel sits in. So I think we're always going to have to sort of see... But I think in the long term, for the X series, it'll be worth it. But it's yeah, kind of interesting. Uh, go ahead, Jeff. Uh, yeah, you don't want to have... So for the 30th, you're going to have a big press event, right? You always do mm-hmm. for those five-year anniversaries. That can't be in scaffolding for that. It just can't be. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, I'm not, I understand that, you know, they tried to do Newport Bay Club piece by piece, and there was a lot of inconvenience for the guests, and people didn't like it, and that's why they decided to just gut New York and do it quickly, which in the end turned out to be much longer than planned, because <laughs> we know why. But, so, it looks like they're trying to do the same for Design Hotel, but I don't know, because Design Hotel has three buildings, and so... Yeah. Once you've done the middle, the problem is the the only problem is the middle building because you have so many amenities in there. So I feel like that one. Well, I'm reception. Yeah, the but reception we, building's really tricky but because that's still, where the buses are and things like that. But you could still like do like a walkway outside that goes that goes next to guest relations and then build some mm. temporary stairs that connect to the the walkway and just keep the entire close well, the entire I, I don't, reception apart file. from apart from is there are there any actual guest rooms in the middle section There's apart from yes. castle club castle club and the suites yeah yeah, castle club, yeah yeah so in theory you could the best if they had to do it split they could close the whole hotel do the east wing and the center then reopen and be without the west wing yeah I think so because um, they have that bridge. So if you put like yeah, proper walls, like people would not even know it exists. I actually love those bridges. They they have they have such a weird like magic feeling. I don't know. Anyway, they used I to have princess imagine. meets in there. Remember when the princesses would come in randomly, and we used oh. to always try to catch them. <laughs> oh, and like Mary times. Poppins and Bart. Um, yeah. oh, so classic. I remember the I remember the descent of the stairs in the lobby. That was always just insane crazy times every sunday yeah oh it was was wednesday through sunday but sunday was the good one because sunday you got basically the brunch characters for free it was great 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, they still kind of like run around, but you don't really see them anymore. Um, For obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah, and I hope I hope when they refurb Disneyland Hotel that they give them some proper break rooms so that the characters can come out directly inside the restaurant. Because the, the Inventions is not properly set up to have character dining. It was clearly not really well thought in, in the 80s. Maybe it was not a big thing then. Um, they well, yeah, have to I use, think the expectation use... of characters back then was just wandering around the parks, wasn't it? Yeah, because they still they still have to use conference rooms next to the restaurant and just walk down the middle and the hallways of the restaurant of the hotel, which is not ideal. Better way you put it, without taking away um, space in the restaurant. But you can probably use one of those same rooms and just build a new door at the back of invention you know in like the main room the circle uh, room uh, i feel like those those rooms that they use to get to i don't know break the magic <laughs> those room they use to rest um are just behind that wall so if you just make a door there you could have a character exit and yeah. entrance there the kitchen's um, in the way um but is it the whole way mm-hmm. um oh, okay. well, I don't know. we need the we need the plans for the hotel <laughs> um, chair imagineering I know right so um, there's, quite a, there's still quite a bit of news that we have not talked about since the last podcast that we did uh, we had the Inside Ears Christmas event Christmas party, party. Christmas show actually. show Christmas show, show. Christmas event show yeah um, where we learned um, quite a bit but I think I mean it depends what you focus on but uh some i think the biggest news was that the castle is finally being refurbished i'm so excited for this so yeah i think that was the only thing we didn't actually know about i mean we got more details of course about the other stuff but yeah and um and it's gonna be interesting because they're gonna remove some of the turrets and i think we've talked about this on the show actually before where we there Mm -hmm. were rumors that they were gonna replace the roofs so, technically, I guess they're going to bring some giant crane and lift the entire turret and then just put that, a new one. It's exactly how the original castle was constructed. Yeah. Yeah. The last down, the last time the main turret came down was when they installed the second star to the right for Dreams. They did it in one night. They took the turret off, put it on the uh, uh, central palazzo, quickly installed the star and put it back all in one night. You're joking. No. Oh. Is there photos of this? No, I've tried so many times. Like, should <laughs> it's in um the Channel Five Disney Dreams documentary with Steve Davison and Katie, Katie Harris, hey, Katie Harris, yeah. Oh, I remember Katie if you've Harris. Never, if, yeah, I love her. Um, so yeah, if you've never seen that documentary, like, watch it. It's on YouTube. It's about how they made Magic on Parade and Disney Dreams. All right. Back in the day when we used to get good stuff like that on TV. <laughs> you say how they made Disney Magic on Parade. They just took the old parade and put some music to it. <laughs> there was this really enthusiastic American lady talking about how they added sparkles to the final float. She was like, we're going to bedazzle it with blue. And it was really like, I should. Well, the final float that. changed color and stuff. Yeah. And that float has been reused so many times. Now it's the princess float. Kind of crazy. Um, oh, yeah. That was weird. Yeah, that's the float. It went from a I keep princess forgetting that that's like yeah. a thing still. Like, yeah, the yeah, princess thought, and it was quite princess. useful before the closure in March mm-hmm. 2020 when they 
couldn't have the princess in the pavilion and basically the resort was trying so hard to still have some characters and offerings Offering. i mean little did they know if they knew what was coming they would have just given up and be like bye <laughs> they really chose to <laughs> really try and safely so ride hard. the wave bless them do you they remember really that week where we were like they're hanging on like at this point it's probably better if they just go <laughs> yeah it's kind of like just i mean but it was it was nice they did such a good job i mean they you know those those princess mini shows and whatever like this is like rehearsal and planning normally it takes like months. it's like months of planning and um and they just did it over the weekend or something like that um so well done but i mean of course then they all came crumble down and everything was closed till july um so little did we know in july <laughs> i know we know in july it was only temporarily reopening and we've I gone from like all those discussions like yeah i'm gonna go for the reopening there's only ever gonna be one reopening so of I course know. you're gonna yeah, go yeah, to yeah. it <laughs> don't even and like this new this new reopening in april i feel like it's gonna be emotional it's gonna be good but i don't think it's gonna be the same it'll be level. a very hong kong disneyland style reopening exactly i don't think i mean the, i feel like the cast members are gonna clap and all but i don't think it's gonna be such a huge Press reopening and i don't want a hong kong style reopening because it closed again like a month later <laughs> Okay, yeah, we have the vaccine now. And technically, when they reopen, if they reopen in April, it's gonna have been closed longer than the first time around. That's scary. That's weird, isn't it? First time around was four months, and now it's gonna be six months because November, December, January, February, March gonna be five months. So, mm-hmm. do you think actually... they knew this when they were naming the Infinity Bars? Just like, do you know what? It just never expires. But it just keeps going and going. Jeff, your pass is going into like I don't know, like twenty thirty by now. But I also uh, think the governments yeah, think so. are being more cautious this time in terms of slowing their reopening tactics, you know? Yeah, I mean, they, they I think they're just being careful. and we, People are used to it now because we were all hoping that it would open for Christmas and then they didn't. And then we're all hoping that it reopened for February and now they didn't. So I think people are not getting their hopes I... up too much now and are just, well... I think, like, uh, realistically, we knew Christmas was unlikely to happen. Yeah, I think, but I, I think we always knew that because they, they were saying like for the whole year when all the scientists were going, it's going to be really bad in winter, and we went, ha ha ha, the cases are so small now, mm-hmm. and then sort of when we both yeah. went back into those lockdowns and they're like, yeah, we might open for Christmas. I think we all went, yeah, probably not though. No. Um. So for the castle, there's there's a lot that we know, but there's also a lot that we don't know. So the scaffoldings have started going up, and we've had some photos on the account last well, two weekends ago thanks to Louis actually and um, they're going to remove the turrets my question is do you guys think they're going to put LEDs in the roof because I'm kind of obsessed with that idea I feel like mm. if the new sure. turrets should have built in LED mm. sparkles inside the tiles like if they don't well, do that that's so silly because it would be so great they could use it for the production shows they could use it for Christmas I think it's likely. Um, so the the light cages that we used to have at Christmas, they are currently out back waiting to be disposed of. Oh, we we saw them at Run Disney. I took a selfie like it with it as a hat. Oh yeah. yeah, but they they are like properly waiting to go now. Mm-hmm. Like they right. literally sat in the car park. <laughs> well, that's good. That's a good sign, I guess, if they're going. Uh, because they, I mean we haven't even seen them for two years now two seasons because we didn't have a Christmas this time and then the Christmas before 
they were just it meant was to missing, stop the castle it? refurbishment earlier. Yeah. They but felt it, they could it replace really it with like protections. It, it didn't work at all. It was terrible. No, yeah. Well, they thought that, I thought that they were going to have permanent projections all night running, but they didn't. It was just like the illumination, whatever, yeah. and then it would just go away. Because in um, in Disney World over the was it over the summer or the fall? No, no, it was for Christmas. The holidays. Wait, it yeah. was for the holidays. You're right. It was for yeah. the holidays. They didn't have any shows, or whatever, but they had like a permanent projection all night. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it was really just did. like some slow moving designs and it would just switch around to something different from time to time. So you'd always have like different photos. I thought that's that I thought that was the plan for us the year before. Mm-hmm. Um but no. It was an interesting offering what was provided in the end. I know. <laughs> yeah. I um, thought it was pretty it was, poor. Um I think the budget the had been slashed office. quite quite heavily. Yeah, that Christmas season wasn't great, was it? No. A lot of things disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, um, and another thing is the colors. It looks like they're gonna stay the same, except being refreshed. I guess. But we're gonna. I think know. the blue is the blue is a bit more blue. But is know, it more blue, blue because the current blue has been like through the dishwasher for thirty years, mm-hmm. maybe, and the I, sun and the snow. I don't know. It is. It does look slightly different. I don't think but... it's like California Florida blue, but it's like blue it's not going to be as bad a job as california uh, no so not california sorry uh what disney world did because that's mm. yeah it was a choice i kind of liked it in like gray or whatever color that was gray yeah. the concept art for that project yeah. looked really nice yeah yeah it well, just know. didn't come out very well no um so there's gonna be i guess in april if and when they reopen uh there's gonna be a giant tarp also in front of it so welcome back but it's gonna have flora fora and merryweather all over the tarp what what did you see that yeah yeah it is. have you not yeah. seen that anywhere like all over the tarp they're like flying around ah. it's it, really it, cool it will be cool but at the same time um yeah there's kind of the really cool thing of walking into the park um, and it's going to be your first After time for nearly a closure. year, I guess. And you're not going to see that castle. And it's going to be a little bit disappointing. But, it, I mean, it is for the greater good. And it's the best time to do it because barely anyone's going. Yeah. But... It is It is definitely... It has turned out to be the best time to do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just it's just kind of sad that, you know, your first time back, you're not going to see a castle. That's, and, uh, yeah, that but I mean, it's, it was going to happen at, at some point. And also, I feel like because it's going to be now close till April, they can really bring out all the trucks and work quicker. So hopefully that'll be done by the end of summer and um, all the fall. And when we go for not run Disney, because I don't have my hopes up for that one, but maybe for <laughs> Halloween, it'll be back. So let's hope. It would be nice. It would be nice. And it's, it's the best time to do it because, you know, again, like I said, barely anyone's going. It's going to disrupt probably the least amount of people right now. Yeah. It's... I really think that the 30th is going to be a big year for DLP because obviously the 30th, the anniversary year is a very big anyway. And I think you're going to have a lot of people thinking, oh, the last year has been awful. Let's go to Disney, you know, as a celebration. But I suppose you could also say that maybe more people would say, do you know what, let's just have a blowout trip and go to Orlando. I think some people still, yeah, yes and no. Maybe, but I mean, they they just got like, 
a new crown jewel for this anniversary and it's Avengers Campus because Avengers Campus was supposed to open basically in two months and now it's opening in a year and in over a year and so the whole buzz of Avengers Campus is going to now combine with the 30th anniversary there's going to be a lot because they're going to have a new well a new parade quote unquote ish some new things on the parade and probably a new nighttime show and probably some day shows and some mm-hmm. merchandise decorations and, you know, decorations and all that kind of stuff and then they're going to have the big new Avengers campus and Hotel New York the Art of Marvel will have been open by then and so it's going to be quite a lot I mean 2022 is going to be big and also yeah. hopefully you know we're done with this crisis there's not like a new version that has come out by then of the virus and we can all go there maybe even without a mask i don't know maybe that's wishing too much i was um, thinking about this actually so yeah we've got the 30th anniversary in 2022 which would be quite cool but then the year afterwards is the 100th anniversary of the Walt disney company oh, and you know yeah. something's going to happen well they're going to have like a mickey 90 type of thing right now in all the parks and stuff so do you think the anniversary will only be like one year and then they will no do... i don't i think it will go through but It'll I, be I think Disneyland be Paris thirty DLP thirty celebrates a hundred years of the Walt Disney Company. No, I don't. Well, it's going to go to like I, September twenty three or something. But I think I think you know that there will be something happening for the one hundredth anniversary of the company. You know it's going to be relatively big. But that's not really a parks event, no. Although I oh, guess but Mickey Ninety was really that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mickey well, Ninety was fun. And they still used the, they, yeah. And when they pushed back D23, they kind of went out of their way to say, hey, we're going to push it back to 2022, and you're going to hear about the first news of the 100th anniversary of the company. So yeah. it kind of tells you that they have an idea of what they're doing as a company, and it might be big. I don't know. What do you know, Jeff? I feel like you have some tea there. No, I just think that I think there is something that's okay. cooking somewhere, and I think it'll be quite interesting. All right. Um, should we take a break? It's been mm-hmm. 35 minutes. Um, we're going to take a break with some music, which I have not picked, but by the time you listen to this, we will have picked the music. And then um, we'll be right back in a few minutes. Magic was made for Come one, come all Let's light up the sky now You feel the magic Happening right now
Welcome back. Oh, thank you, Elliot. Welcome back to the Geography Report podcast. <laughs> you. What did we just listen to, Ben? <laughs> well, there was a great song by something that you've just listened to. Um... <laughs> Magic everywhere. <laughs> so, in other in other news that we've learned in December is the state of Cars Route sixty six, and you know, I I'm know, actually really excited. I I was gonna like... say I was gonna say Elliot. I think you're like in yeah. my in my team on that, Jeff. I don't know yeah. if you're very excited. No. I'm not, and it's not because I don't know. It just doesn't excite that much. I think here's the thing. Like I put this attraction as a sort of like side attraction. Like and it, it is mm-hmm. definitely not an E ticket. Um, it's probably like a C ticket. And I think what they're doing is in studios there aren't that many attractions that little kids can go to. Um, especially and at like the end of the day, <laughs> the guests love one. these characters. <laughs> right. So there's the other cars one. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> There's the other Cars one, but I mean, you know, um, Crush Coaster, not great for kids. It really spins a lot. All of Avengers Campus is basically, you know, little, I'm talking like little, yeah. little kids. Um, I think Carpet is going to go at some point. It's going to just be removed. You have the shows, sure, but Tower Terror, they can go on. Toy Story Playland, surprisingly, a lot of the rides, I mean, um, uh, racer, whatever, like you know the, mm. the RC racer. RC racer. Um, or if you're in Shanghai, what's it called? Rex's racer. It freaks me out. I mean, when it goes all the way up. I love RC racer. Yeah, but I mean, it's intense. It doesn't look like it, but it's pretty intense. And RC, RC is great. I think that's really fun, and it is an intense ride. Yeah, that's not a kids ride. Yeah. So I think what they're trying to do is to have more attractions that are accessible to kids and. It's going to be cute. And I think the theming is going to turn out to be decent based on what we've seen. And from it the is air. our first time going out of the perimeter of the Walt Disney Studios Park. That's true. That's true. That is the first, technically, the first extension mm-hmm. of the usual guest perimeter. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's just basically a footpath. And that's kind of where, I don't know, it just. Let me some, get excited over feel. a footpath. I've been waiting for this since 2018. Yeah, but you know, you go to. I know it's unfair to compare it to Cars Land, but oh, yeah. that really immerses you into the world. Of, of course, cars. I mean, if you and start this is just going, going to be a way, Yeah, no, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be like a four minutes, five minute attraction. The trams are just gonna go around that hill. And they're just gonna, you're just gonna have like a few stops and they're gonna talk, and then you go through Karstastrof Canyon, and it's gonna, all the water's gonna come out. And to be fire. fair, like the effort they put into the story of that little booth and everything is really yeah, cute. Yeah, there's a whole like... story there, and the station is kind of like cute ish. I mean, it's like, we'll have to see it finished. <laughs> They released that concept art that was just like, why? Why? We don't want to see that because it's clearly not going to be that color and clearly there's not all the theming on it, but they don't tell you that. They just released it in the wild. And so everyone was like, oh my God, what the heck is that? This is like as ugly as the studio used to be. But apparently there's going to be more. So, yeah. Um, and it's the Loch Ness. Mm-hmm. Which that has, is exciting. Does it have McQueen in the middle? I don't know. 
I, it looks like on some of the um, so, so they have like released also some little postcards and stuff that are going to be yeah. in the booth at the entrance and some of the drawings look like there's going to be like Mater on the road and uh, the Queen and the Lugnet and some giant I don't know tools the only thing, the only thing I would say is number one sell the postcards because you have to because you've made that art so just do it and then I don't know. Maybe it'd be nice to get some of the cars merchandise from California because there's some really good stuff there. Like I'm not a big cars fan, but you go into those shops in California and you're like, do you know what? I would actually buy that. Yeah, there's some fun T-shirts with like puns and some fun mugs, um, and you can even sell like Flo's Diner stuff and all that kind of stuff. Because even though we don't have one, it's still part of the car story, so you could still sell those things. Yeah, I just hope the merchandise doesn't go down there. And Paris always fall into this trap. And it's kind of irritating. Where they sort of make it overly kiddie. It's really irritating when they do that. Um, yeah. yeah. I hate it. Um, so another thing that's... So I think that's about it that we can say about cars, right? I mean, like... It, you're just going to go around the, the block and see some fun stories about cars. I'm not selling it very well, am I? <laughs> Elliot it's is hard, it's, it's, it's hard asleep. to sell. I mean, um, it is hard to sell because, I, number one, I, I don't know if the story is going to make any kind of sense at all. It sort of feels a little bit like you're just going to drive around and here's lightning, here's Catastrophe Canyon that we've repainted. That was fun, wasn't it? I don't think that's it what they're going to say. Though. It looks it good, looks yeah. They've good. done a good job. They've been at it for a while. I mean, I can't remember when they started doing this, but it was, it was what, Jan- January 2020? Really? February? I feel like it was January. Yeah, it was... No? Um, February. It was 2020, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 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 So they had, to be fair, they haven't even been at it for a year, and, it's, and they had the suspension of the construction as well. Yeah. But I mean, it it really feels like it's gonna stay past the extension. It's not really like a filler. I feel like there's something we're gonna be stuck with. Yeah, that that's the thing because I think, I I think that you could do something with cars in that space, and it's not gonna be the same as Cars Land in California. But I I think there is something that you can do there, that is quite immersive and quite nice. And I, I just feel like I hope they do it. Well, on the concept it, it, it art, be... there is Cozy Cone. Yeah, so it could be filler for a bit, but it'd be nice if if they're going to keep it, do something with that area that could be your third land or fourth land or whatever you want to look at. Like, mm-hmm. It could be a kind of small version of Cars Land, and that would be really nice. But you need an etiquette because that is not an etiquette. Um, I don't know. Dancing Cars, Dancing Cars. Yes, we want dancing cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they could just, like, they have the technology for Ratatouille down the streets. They could probably share, like, facilities and stuff because they're all the same type of Wi-Fi control. The only thing is I feel like we'd need a roof because it's not California, and if it starts That's raining... fine. We can put roofs on things. Yeah. Maybe they could do it like an indoor like a cool version. cool garage. They could do an indoor version of it. Do it like nighttime. Yeah. Like... I mean, that's what they were gonna do. Um, before they got more budget for Hong Kong Disneyland, it's meant to be an indoor version. Really? Of that with with the oaken sleighs. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. What was that? 
Yeah, maybe we could have an indoor version of that. That'd be fun. But it's still like a small attraction, though. And also, you I'm also have the issue. You also have the issue of having like the cars, you know, cut through rally thing that is all the way on the other side of Toy Story Playland. Just I mean, you got that like, anyway. <laughs> it's kind of stuck there, and they've just refurbed it, so I guess it's not moving, and <laughs> it's just there. And I, there's no way to link it to the rest because, it, 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 I mean, unless you, I know. I don't know. It's such a bizarre place to put it. I feel <laughs> like eventually that area will be sorted out with a bit more polished up once uh, once other things are in order. You know? But Toot like... Studio was a quick fix, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Right, but yeah, like yeah. when they when they refurbed that Cars attraction, the current one that we have, they basically replaced almost everything. They repainted everything and they replaced the turntables and they, they refurbished the cars. They took everything out. Uh, well, why didn't they just rebuild it on the other side of Toy Story Planet near mm-hmm. the Cars tour attraction? The Cars and if you move the facade as well, you've already got Luigi's. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. And now it's just but not going to make also, any they sense. You also need guest capacity at the end of the day. They can't sure. strip out the attractions. Sure, but it's not. It's not going to make any sense yeah, really because you've got you've got Luigi's that kind of is this also semi-tourist information. When you go in it, it's kind of very similar. It, I don't know. It's weird. It's just a weird choice. Like everything about it is bizarre and strange. And I, I, I think that's going to be something that fans will be talking about for quite a long time. And also, that access road is basically you're going to go behind RC Racer and walk for quite a bit to get there. And there's nothing along that road. And it's not like you're entering Galaxy's Edge where, like, you know, a long hallway gives you, like, a different universe. Like, this is just going to be a plain road with a couple trees and maybe some fun signs. <laughs> I mean, that's good. they have to do something, right? Because else you're going to hear diggers going, like, digging that lake. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. I can't wait for us to all go to the Toy Story parachute drop and be like, hi, can we have that one, please? Oh, it's Busy. Oh, we'll wait for the next one. It's fine. They, they're used to it. We did it for Ratatouille. <laughs> like, oh my god! I, I was in the fan community for the building of Ratatouille. I remember those days. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. But I'm excited to go check it out. I mean, I'll be there. It's something uh, new. I'm a sucker for anything new. You and know? I think opening wise, we're actually not so far because if we reopen early April, I think it could come up as early as June or July. It was meant to be ready in about. I don't think it was meant to be ready in about six months, wasn't it? Like, I don't it think it's gonna. Quite, um, yeah. I don't think it's gonna be ready for opening in April. But maybe surprise us. Maybe. Um, I'm really I worried. Think, I don't about think the... you're reopening a new attraction on opening day, right? That that feels like it's probably pushing capacity. Yeah, that feels weird, right? Um, I uh, you guys are not ready for the cast costumes. <laughs> Oh I have no because they are I can't remember the exact combination but I think they're a combination of recycled from um, Rock and Roller Coaster and some Armageddon and some Charm Tour stuff it's basically they've combined they've combined the jackets I think from one of the defunct attraction of um of backlot. a backlot yeah so i don't think they're gonna be new i think they're just re using maybe they're gonna put some new you know logo on it or something but uh yeah so yeah fun 
Um, <laughs> it is what it is. I guess Avengers Campus <laughs> will have all brand new costumes, so you just can't have it all, people. It's Paris. I could just only, show up in the Disney Channel outfits. Only Tokyo has it all, you know, like, so... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm going to start that, you know, Tokyo Disneyland report and just move to Tokyo. They can have it all over there. <laughs> no, it's more fun to be a little bit terrible and great at the same time. You know, I have been saying that. And being a Disneyland Paris fan is a lot of fun because you can be outraged and love it at the same time. I feel like we have such a dysfunctional park that it makes it super interesting to follow. It makes it a hobby. It's a hobby. I... I just love, like, when it's like, oh, we're going to announce this new thing, and you're like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they came out with the whole Cars thing, I think we all looked at each other and were like, is, what? what? Is this for real? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Yeah. And they're like, no, I... guys, yeah, we're, we're going to retheme it to Cars, and people are like, but, but, so many questions. I, th- I think like the best thing is when you go to like the fan events and they show something off and all the like the fans are a bit like, Jesus! And like you've got like the cast members like, are you excited? Eh. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it yeah. might be alright. I have to wait and see. <laughs> well, something that will be exciting for reopening is that Buzz Lightyear will definitely be done now because it was going to be done for February and Orbitron is going to be done. Um, so Orbitron is not going to be a lot, but I think what they're doing at Orbitron is changing a lot of the computerized systems and all that so that it breaks it breaks down less often. And also, um, I believe they are adding FastPass. Um, so, Why? Um, <laughs> well... Uh, <laughs> see? You see? That's exactly what we're talking about. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Capacity. Uh, let it, sure, let it be. it's low capacity, but it never yeah. really well, had well, a Tokyo bad also view. has fast pass, and Phantom Manor has fast pass, and we're all kind of like, huh? But then you know, eventually people used it. So I feel like it was there. No, no one used Phantom Manor fast. Or was it on the? Well, the uh, Phantom Manor paid. Yeah, but Phantom yeah. Manor fast pass was used um, for the paid fast pass. People who had the bracelets, you could use it there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can like you can get a fast pass ticket for it, but you could. I remember for like a week they tied it up so everyone who got a big fan of the mountain fast pass got a Phantom Manor one, like as a test oh, back really? in the day. Oh. Yeah. So um, I don't that. remember that, and I don't remember that either. <laughs> uh, and something else new, but I, so we don't know we don't know when that is going to be ready is um, Dream Factory. Dream Factory, Disney Junior, Disney Junior, Dream Factory. It's really hard to say, or is it just me? Disney Junior, Dream Disney Factory. Junior, Dream Factory, Disney Junior. It's a lot of Factory, yeah? Okay. Um, tu ne parles pas anglais. Yeah. <laughs> and that is going to be, I guess, at some point after reopening. Um, it'll be interesting because well, it obviously is... the implications are of COVID means exactly. they can't run a show. It is like show. a show. It is definitely <laughs> that's a show. That's setting. actually the worst one because you've got all the kids on the floor. Exactly. <laughs> and I think I guess I guess uh, the prevailing conditions are gonna have to see if they prevail over that show. Um, I think the show is very well done. Go. When was that show meant to launch? Was it? Wasn't it like last uh, April? Yeah, April oh, last God, year. Like a year about, ago, yeah. Just, about a month just out, before closure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, oh, it's ready. That's not. I think I don't think that's the problem. So we've seen we've seen the costumes doing that Christmas show, oh, and we, looks so I good. mean we had seen Sat. we had yeah. seen the concept art before closure because it was mm. supposed to be launching soon, but now, you know, uh, but now we've seen them in real life, and they're cute. They're good. I kind of yeah. like the concept art better, but they're cute. They're I good. think I think they're really nice, and I really like the steampunk design. I think it's really really cool. Yeah. But, I mean, is the plot going to be really similar to the Disney Junior shows in, say, California? Because that, like, so, when yeah. they said, oh, we're going to have Fancy Nancy, we're going to have Fancy Arena, and we're going to have California. Dream. Oh, who knows? Like, they go, oh, DJ's going to spin them in. And the DJ spins them in, they sing a song. And I think it's like, oh, it. yeah, we need the, we need, like, oh, no, the machine's broken. Oh, I do, this do machine's you guys powered not, by dreams. Do you not know the story? Let me tell you the story. It's basically Mickey Story and, and Minnie are running the Dream Factory, but when we come in, um, the Dream Factory starts, but oh no, it's actually coming to a halt because people okay, so are, it's the same. <laughs> people oh, no. are not dreaming enough, and because people are not dreaming enough, uh, the factory runs on dreams, so they need to. Isn't call... there like some queen of the factory, like lady oh. or something? I'm sure I heard about it. Might have so, some helpers. So, but then, so, so then they the call, same. they call some Disney friends, but there's no DJ though. They call some yeah, Disney friends. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, you haven't experienced the DJ. DJ. Oh, DJ DJ is DJ like, DJ. Killing. And what was the guy called? Oh, I don't know. He was irrelevant. He was irrelevant, but it was kind of the same prospect. So like, it was. Like, I think they the DJ spun them in to play some Disney tunes, and like, the more that the house was bumping, it was like that. That is totally not the same oh, story. It was, su- it was such a good time. When the roaster race, this story when the roaster races came and on, dreams power the oh. factory. It's not like DJ and bumping. Next had, time we go to California, really we will take you. Okay. Well, all all the cast who like call, control the door when the roaster races came on, they all got out. Flags. This guy, this cast was just standing there waving the flags, but couldn't look less enthusiastic about it. Uh, <laughs> when if it's your like fifteenth time that you've been waving the flag, it's probably like okay. This was when we had spent two weeks at DLR already, and we were like. You know, we're like what's the word i'm looking for like loon, loon blase <laughs> no like, uh, we were oh, looking there for was like, there was like you know we were sat there and it was we're in like the adult section at the back and like, you have all these parents that are like going well this is boring and we're like let's spin them in <laughs> You were those we people. Are, we were those people. Yeah, but it was but really good fun, be... actually. So if it is, if it's a kind of similar, and it sounds really similar, other than dreams and stuff, I think it's going to be quite fun. Yeah, and I guess so. All the Disney friends is going to be Timon because he's in the Lion Guard, and yeah. Vampirina the same and uh, exactly the same. Is it Fancy Nancy and then Vampirina? Yeah, I think Vampirina and yeah. Timon. I think, and so they're all going to come in and do a number so that people can dream because you know. Um, Vampirina, she's learning to be herself, and Fancy Nancy, she dreams of being fancy, and Timon bring dreams. She, of, have, she uh, dreams of being a ballerina. I don't know. You know, Mark said she dreamed of being fancy. I just believe him. And <laughs> Mark doesn't know the plot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think she dreams of being a ballerina. Let me check that. You know, we still have I think that it interview. Is. She's got like, a little ballerina. Ballerina. Well, we need to air that interview at some point. 
Um, oh my yeah, gosh. definitely ballerina. <laughs> One day. Um, but Fancy Nancy is is bilingual, so in the show she speaks French and English. Ah, yeah. I don't know. Kind of like Dora. Our show is gonna. Oh, be. it's Nickelodeon. But you know, the good thing is that I feel like it's kind of a slot in show where they can remove one character and put someone new if needed without reworking the entire show. So if you have those three mm-hmm. characters, then whatever is you know popular on Disney Junior or on Disney Plus these days, Plus. they can just mm-hmm. bring in the character and build them like a three minute number while keeping the 20 other minutes the same. And so that way you don't have to like rework an entire new show. So. And you can I, totally I sell that point. as like, you know, new updated. You can now have that. But that's character. exactly what they did for Playhouse Disney um, way back in the day. Because it used to have um, Bear, in the big, 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 Bear in the Big Blue House. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that is. It's kids show. I'm probably not when that show closed, it still had like Candy Manny and Little <laughs> Einstein, which I saw when I was a kid. So it was time for an update. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's going to be quite good. Um, there was a thing about Disney Junior is that a lot of parents were like, uh, yeah, I'll take my kids to it, but you know, they have no idea who those characters are because they haven't been on TV for like 5 years and the kids, they don't <laughs> they don't remember. They, you know, they've moved on. There's been like 20 different characters since then and they just are not interested in the ones that they were watching when they were 5 years younger because it was like their baby years. So it's good that they at least they're trying, but hopefully it's not going to be like a you know Disney elimination situation where they're like, yeah, guys, we're going to update this every six months, and then you know, a century later, <laughs> century later, it's the same show. Um, I, re- so I remember way back when it launched, and I think it was Chris Vandersand. I think said the only thing missing from this show is the coming soon to DVDs like trail. I know, right? I mean, it is that. <laughs> Elimination. Oh, well, that's one thing we can talk about. So the castle has now gone in refurb, and that's expected to be going until at the end of the year. And then with the anniversary starting in March 2022, I mean, there hasn't been any confirmation, but I'm pretty sure we will never see Disney eliminations again. So there is a good thing that COVID happened, did. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I don't think think they will revive it for like January, February 2022 for two months and then launch a new spectacular in March. You know, that is just because also they're going to need to do some test and adjust and they're going to need to work on a new show and that's just going to be the excuse. Can we get drones? Because like after (gasps) watching the London fireworks this year, the surprise fireworks, yeah. Like, could you imagine if they put, like, tangled lanterns on the outside of the drones and, like, yeah. flew them up behind? Oh, It would yeah. be really Shattered. cool, but you know they're going to break. Mm. Well, this I think, Jeff, you're not wrong, because I think it is, so, it is one thing to produce one New Year's show. It is another thing to have a permanent team that runs those things every single night. Mm-hmm. But also, to be honest... Um, I feel like now is also going to be a time where guests are going to have to get used to the California style show schedule where fireworks are not every night. You know? Really? And yeah, I think so. I think so. It's about. I, th- I think DLP is a different style of resort, though. People come into DLP well, are on holiday. Yeah, I, but when you come on holiday, you have several nights. And, you know, maybe if you come like Tuesday to Saturday, you'll get fireworks on Friday night. And then that'll be your fireworks night. Yeah, I, I disagree mm. with what Elliot was saying there because 
I come from a land where DLP had fireworks for one month of the year. Like right. that's it. They weren't allowed to run yeah, them but... any other time. Yeah, but then that was always like the biggest complaint: no fireworks. I'm going to Florida. But I think if you have a show like Disney Dreams, it's okay because that show is really sweet and emotional, and I don't think it needed fireworks. With Illuminations, you need the fireworks because that's what it's got. It needs the bang. Yeah. Yeah, but the cost the cost isn't the fireworks themselves; it's the operating until dark. Well, the cost is also operating the fire. It's not the fireworks, as in like it's not the gunpowder, but those fireworks teams and you need to have the firefighters out the whole team of firefighters you need to water the roofs you need to wire the fireworks in the afternoon and after the show they need to stay in the park for several hours to clean up all it's the... an eight hour shift basically yeah so it's and those people get paid way way more than regular cast members it's an expensive operation imagine if you're just doing a projection show in the middle of winter where the park closes at say six six thirty you can oh, you keep need Fantasyland open. You just need the control room and to have like three people in there who press a few buttons. Yeah, and you don't need to worry about closing Fantasyland at some arbitrary time in the middle of the afternoon. Like you can just keep it. Then aren't they meant to be moving to a place where they have like an expensive lake show running every night in the other park? Yeah, that's less of an issue actually. It's Yeah. I don't know. I mean I I'm not pushing for it. I like that we've we've gotten used to having fireworks every night. But I don't know if that's a viable... It, it also means that if they don't do that, they can also invest in other things. Like they can put money aside for a night parade, for example. And they can have cast yes, members please. to run a night parade. I and like they can parade. do other things than have fireworks. Because fireworks are great, but, you know, we've all seen many fireworks. We've all seen many fireworks at Disney. Like it'd be interesting to see something different. People always want something new. I think night parades... So I was... I think it might even be on this podcast actually where I, I think that fireworks shows are becoming quite mainstream and you can just you can see them just about anywhere now even projection shows but I think Disney mm-hmm. does do better than anybody else are nighttime parades and I think that is something that's so unique to Disney that I kind of want that yeah that that to me is more valuable than a projection show right now but also, I mean, night parades are very expensive in terms of cast members and and all that, and maintenance and but lights. thousands and of sparkling lights. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sold. I want And electro-synthetic, <laughs> whatever it is. I can't remember now. Yeah, I mean, at this rate, Disneyland is never going to reopen. We can get their paint tonight and returning in time it's for not, when they it's reopen. Not, it's not like they used it anyway. Yeah, they did. They weren't using it. Mm. It was such a weird... Disneyland and paint tonight was such like, a weird thing. Because Pain and Night is such an amazing parade and everyone loved it. People were really coming to see that. I went to see that during the 60th when I mean, it was definitely like on my, on my top three of things to see for the 60th anniversary. And then, and then after the anniversary, uh, it moved to California Adventure for a little bit, but then it just disappeared. I don't know. It's still there. Well, it's, it's not there. It's in a warehouse somewhere else. Right, right. I mean, what I mean there. is like it, it disappeared from the parade route. So um, it's really weird well, because it's a huge investment. And I'd be really curious I'm sure to it'll see. Come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I will. But... Random interjection that I'm so happy that we got to see this land forever last summer. Yeah. Summer before. Oh, uh, yeah. And next year is the 55th anniversary of the Main Street Electrical Parade. So I don't even think it's going back next year. They're not going to bring back 
electrical parade. Again. But the Maester Electrical Parade for the 50th, of course they're going to bring it back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but maybe like for a week or something, please. No, it's a big job moving all that stuff to Disneyland. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I love it, but I'm ready for something new. Come on. I just want to see magic happens. Like, still haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. I was two days away, Elliot. Don't remind me. Yeah. I feel really bad for... And then all our friends got to see it because they went on some random uh, soft yeah. opening day by accident. Yeah. Like Patrick went... Stuff. Patrick saw it. Ah, oh, so jealous. I, really um, see that. I think it's a really special parade. I would love to see Paris try something like that. I think a lot of the magic of Magic Happens comes from this really kind of innovative soundtrack. Like that is yeah. incredible. Yeah. And I think Paris should really look into magic doing something like that. It's just um it's just something a little bit more modern. Yeah, and Paris kind of led the way with that, actually, in the 90s with Dungeons and Catchy Rhythm. That was really kind of yeah. Paris trying something new, and everybody sort of came along for the ride. And Disneyland have now done the same thing. And I hope that we go along for the ride as well. Well, we might get a new soundtrack with, for the anniversary. The only thing is, you know, we're definitely keeping all the new floats that we got for the 25th, because they're only five years old. They're not going to return us. They're not going to the Dory one. And the problem is, the problem is like floats like the frozen float or the opening float, the telescope, those things, you can't retheme them like Magic on Parade. Magic on Magic Parade, Parade floats were storybooks. They, they were like, re-themed. exactly. They were just like a, a flat, they were like a flat truck. You know, and... But even they didn't get overly rethemed because Alice in Wonderland was in um, Once Upon a Dream. Toy Story was on Once Upon a Dream. No, yeah. It was only uh, the first and the last float that got redone. Yeah. And they removed, yeah. Because you had shape? the princess float as well. And, okay, yeah, about halfway through the run, they took it out for six months and rethemed it to Frozen. But that was also on Once Upon a Dream Parade. Yeah. But those floats were so easy to retheme. But, like, you know, how are you going to retheme that telescope float? Like, there's no way. There's no way you can... Oh, yeah. I think they yeah. might stick with stars on parade still and just add floats as opposed to chain. I mean, I mean Dis- Disney's lo- Disney's lost in the magic parade. The Lion King float has to go. I mean, it is on the verge of collapsing. Uh, <laughs> Every time it goes over a little bump, you look at like oh my god, the top like going. Ugh. It's going like <laughs> ding 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 ding. Yeah, I mean. And it, it it looks so faded compared to the other ones because all the new floats are kind of shiny. They went for this shiny paints like Toy yeah. Story, the telescope, even the frozen one. And, you know, I mean, the Peter Pan float, I'm not a huge fan either, but the whole swing is innovative and fun. So I, I get like that's what Tokyo thought float. when they designed it. <laughs> I feel exactly. But I feel like the Peter Pan float should have got like a coat of shiny paints to make it look plasticky, like a plastic toy, like yeah. the other floats. Yeah. But instead, it's like this matte thing. And then they put some like glittery stars on the side. And I was like, OK, yeah. I met no. I met the creators of Stars on Parade, and the parade they first envisioned was a very different parade. Of course, parade I mean, it's, okay. welcome I to think, Paris when they cut the budget yeah. so much that the output is never what the creators envisioned. But, I think, but when you look at that first float with the, it's very steampunk and things like that, and even to an extent that Toy Story kind of follows it through, not quite. I don't think it really pulls it off particularly well, but it, it's there. And then it just like went, okay, well here's Dory. Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
I and know, the same yeah. the same for Lion King, same for Peter Pan. I, I don't know. It it had a theme. And then you go back to and Frozen and it's it. like, oh, okay, yeah, I see Frozen has the theme back. It's like the the, the bookends have a, one theme and then the stuff in the middle is just gonna kind of like, okay, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But even the I bet they'll the use the Frozen well, to show. Oh the dragon. Mode. Oh the dragon has it. Yeah, the dragon's beautiful. I'm glad we got the dragon. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I miss the dragon. Miss yeah, the but dragon. I bet they will include the Frozen Two float in the new parade. No, like, just the really? Well, they can't have they can't have both, and also the Frozen no, Two float like... is, is too small for that parade. No, it's, is a, it? it's a decent size. Mm. Yeah, but it's not the same style, and I don't know what was. Do you think that? think that season will ever come back? Like no, yeah. no. Uh, that season was a disaster. <laughs> And that's where we all were a year ago when we were just yeah. talking about this on this podcast. And, oh, no, and when I say times. disaster, I mean, I don't blame the creatives or the performers or anything, but it's just, it was done on such a weird budget and it was sold in such a weird way, trying to get people to come based on things that weren't really what they were. And it was, it was just a bad idea. There was just some, it just went wrong. Some things go wrong sometimes. And, and even, I thought the merchandise was a bit strange because obviously they wanted to release all the stuff for the film, which is great. But then there was nothing for the season, which was just strange. And then the food offerings in the park were weird. I remember there was the cod soup. That was oh, yeah. bizarre. Have and some cod in... soup. Happy yeah. frozen season. And when we were in Lucky Nugget, they were like, hey, you want to see the frozen menu? And they just handed us a picture of some Carlsberg. And went, okay. I guess it is from <laughs> Northern Europe. <laughs> but definitely not a menu. Yeah. Well, something I'm not looking forward to is going back to eat at Paris. I actually miss the vegan chili, and I miss the uh, yeah. Um, That's it. Yeah. Um, I quite like well, to have the curry west hot dog again from Australia. Yes, I miss the curry west. That's hot really hot nice, actually. I miss the really Hakuna nice. chicken. I really like the Hakuna chicken and, and Hakuna fries, and also shout out to Steph. And also, I don't, I don't hate the, and don't yell at me, but I don't hate the Bella Note spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, no, it's fine. I don't hate um, it. Hate would be too far. I hate basically everything on the menu at Cafe Hyperion. Oh, yeah, Hyperion is that. just really bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hyperion, the only thing that was ever good was those little Halloween dessert pumpkin things. Oh, they were good. Those I think were they were bought in. Yeah, probably. And they probably were frozen and just, like, invented by someone else. And what else is good? I don't know. Oh, they give you that. They give you that um, garlic bread at Bellinate, which is kind of nice. Mm. Okay. DLP Mickey waffles are good. Yeah, yeah, the Mickey waffles are okay. Lucky you Nugget's know, and... pretty decent. Um, the sheriff made the, Chris- the Christmas meal in two thousand and nineteen. Lucky Nugget oh, was yeah, really that was nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah, the um... menu, we like we like the sheriff menu. We're big fans of that. Yeah. I don't like the sheriff menu. I miss stuffing my face at Plaza Gardens, which, you know, Plaza Gardens is not particularly, mm. like, the most innovative or inventive food, but it's all you can eat. I mean, outside of COVID times. Uh, it's all you can eat, and you just, you know, spend three hours there and just eat, eat, eat. And... I miss the Hunter's Grill. Oh, That's yeah. That's my favorite. They had the raclette. Yes. And the... <laughs> Elliot, was mm-hmm. that your dad or your mom? Or your brother? 
I think it's my brother. Okay. But... <laughs> oh, because we can see each other, which is it makes the, our interactions better. And so someone opened the door at Elliot's. I, I remember our little evening at Hunter's <laughs> Grill. We had good times. That became yeah. our little tradition towards the end there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, now it's not opening until October 23rd, but perfect timing for winter season. We can go there and have yeah, the right <laughs> Yes, I will book a table. <laughs> On the app? Yeah. I quite like... There's a few places I quite like. Agrabah is actually really good. The food in Agrabah is nice. Um, yeah. I had a good meal in July at Captain Jack's. That was kind of nice. Yeah, Captain Jack's can be good. I feel like Captain Jack's really depends on um who your waiter is yeah maybe i've had some i've had some great experiences with really good waiters and the food came fast and they were friendly and they were great and then sometimes i'm at a table where like no one comes for the first 30 minutes and you're like uh oh well we had we had a pretty poor waiter about a year ago at ratatouille right and the meal was okay yeah yeah she was like (laughs) she sort of got her ipad just went what do you want yeah yeah (laughs) Ratatouille is kind of fun too. I've had like hit and miss with steaks. I've had some really good steaks and also I've had some really shit steaks. Um, yeah. but, I, quite uh, like, you... I quite like table service these days. I, I think it's actually getting a lot nicer. Yeah. I miss waltz. I just feel like they need to be a bit more mindful of, you know, guests who might want to make the most of their day because if mm. you do put a table service in the middle of your day for lunch, you are going to be in there for three hours. And, you know, I mean, we're, we go often. I don't mind being there from like 12 to 3. But if you go in for like two or three days and you have several table service and every day you, you waste three hours being in a table service restaurant, it might not be the best. The people might but not I... be really happy about that. In the U.S., I feel like they're, I mean, that's also American service. They're much more on top of it. So if you want yeah. your things right away, you can tell them and they'll come right away. Um, I think, um, but at the same time, they I have had meals that go the other way in that they've rushed me through three courses in 45 minutes. Silver yeah. Spur, hi. <laughs> yeah. Was oh, not Silver nice. Spur was nice, yeah. Oh, I got rushed through in 45 minutes, three courses, and I sort of left and I went, I spent 30 euros and I feel like I've just ingested, which injected basically a whole meal. Yeah. It's almost like they're wide, ramming it down. A wide breath. array of experiences in those restaurants. It's kind of interesting how but they Waltz, can't have like consistency. Yeah. Should we talk um, about how uh, Waltz was blurted out on the TFM broadcast for New Year's Eve? That's yeah. <laughs> I, think they, I think they thought it was a brand. <laughs> I think they did. I think they thought it was a brand. Because mm. I don't see, I think maybe they weren't, they're not very experienced. Um, in like Disney brands or whatever. But yeah, the like that, show, old, that old Walt Disney. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? Like maybe I thought maybe they thought it was a brand. I don't know. Um, something that was really good is it was originally part of the cast member Christmas show, but then we got to see it on Christmas Eve was oh, nice. this lovely little eight minute show on Main Street. It Ooh, was so classic. It was nothing extraordinary but it was just so lovely the songs were cute the staging was great the filming was great the lighting was great there was some snow and the, you can tell that the performers were so happy to be there because you know i mean mickey Minnie, and their friends were also stuck at home during the pandemic so they were very happy to be out in the parks and it was just really nice really lovely yes. show and i think 
I think it should become a yearly thing, even when the parks are open. Like they should produce some kind of eight-minute Christmas show for all the social media and for TVs and even for ads or something because it was really lovely. I think everyone really loved it. Yeah, I loved I loved it as well. I remember like taking screenshots to post, and there's like the one bit where they're like running around the fountain at Plaza Gardens. And I was like, I can't use any of these pictures because the social distancing markers are on the ground. <laughs> oh yeah yeah well everything is still there isn't it um but yeah I mean, Santa... still looking in fine shape those distancing markers too they're, they're sticking yeah. around and they they brought out um clarice in her cute little you know pastry I costume from the parade and uh and donald and daisy and yeah it was really nice yeah very I cool cute little production so it's funny, like, I feel like Disneyland Paris really strives in adversity. I, I know I've said it on probably the last show, but um, whenever there's tough times, they always come up with those amazing ideas. It's just like when they're coasting through and everything is normal, they sometimes just tend to become just standard. But, um, yeah, it's like the week before they're closing in March, like, they brought up all these cool new ideas, and then, like, we've been closed forever, and they made this cute little show, like, what was this before, you know? Um yeah, yeah. weird on that front yeah hopefully to do it again um but it'd be interesting to see what they do for the reopening in april if they open it um is this going to be as big is it going to be you know what i'm really hoping is because now it's april and i it's going to be easter weekend i would love to see the eggs back you know the character oh, eggs that would be nice and they used to be well, they've been they've been at several spots. I think they've been only out like two or three seasons, and mm-hmm. there used to be some in Discoveryland, like the Stitch one, and there was some in the in uh, Fantasyland. There was uh, the Hook and Smee ones. They're on the little boat on the canals. There was the Cheshire Cat. There were like Chip and Dale and all that, and they were sprinkled around the park. That was really nice. Um, and they could okay. also bring out some of the Swing into Spring stuff, like the Topiaries. There's like the um, the Tinkerbell one, there's... Simba, Aristocats. Well, yeah. well it well, depends Simba, on how many of these still exist. The Simba one has been left outside, I think, near Frontierland Theatre since the first Jungle Festival. So. Oh, of course, yeah, they used it yeah. for that. I forgot yeah, so about that, that. That one has probably like gone through the dishwasher also like a million times now. It's going to look like they would probably have to change the flowers, but maybe, yeah. Um, I, and... I like Swing at the Spring. Yeah, and they could bring back, you know, the um, they have like those they have those characters made out of uh, wire that have uh, the umbrellas. They kind of like Mary Poppins ish that they put in Town Square. Oh, they they were Mary Poppins. Yeah, they were Mary Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Mary um, Mary and Bert and Michael and Jane. Yeah, and also um, the penguins were singing around the gazebo. Oh, gazebo! We haven't talked about the gazebo. Yes, we're getting we're getting a new gazebo. Yay! They look exactly like the old one. Yeah, well, <laughs> apparently there might be a few, a few tweaks, but it'll be generally... be lights in it. Really? <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe. That would be cool. Well, yeah. I mean, they it's gonna need to have lights on it because that thing hasn't had lights on it forever. It used to, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah. It hasn't had them since the twenty fifth anniversary when they covered it in tinfoil. <laughs> oh my gosh! Remember that. <laughs> When it wore that tinfoil hat for a whole year. <laughs> yeah. And then they removed the tinfoil because so originally they put the tinfoil because the roof was in such bad state and it was going to get replaced. 
and then the anniversary ended and it was still not being replaced. So they just removed the tin foil, and since then we've had that shit roof. <laughs> and... Didn't they actually like lift it out one night just to put it back? I remember that. I think so, right? <laughs> there was something. There was definitely something. And then it was just back. And <laughs> I but this... because they like boarded it up. We were like, oh my gosh, they're finally doing it. And then just a couple of days later, it was back. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, but this time it's actually really happening. They there's a giant tent around it. And they're working on it inside. And, you know, everyone was like, oh, they put a tent so that DLP report doesn't see it. No, it's for the weather, I think. <laughs> uh, but it's in there. Big tent. They're like, oh, my gosh, that guy's got a plane now. <laughs> I know. Well, the plane, the plane. It's, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been an yeah. adventure, that plane. Uh, because, you know, it's uh, it's always a bit... I think in, in, in Disney World, they're quite used to it. Is, um, what's his name? BioReconstruct. BioReconstruct. Always flies around. And, and some of their fan accounts, like it's really easy, I think, over there to hire helicopters or plane and yeah. take a tour of Disney World. So if you have the right camera, you're going to be capturing a lot of photos. But in it's Paris... It's the same in uh, Anaheim, actually. There's a lot of helicopter pictures. I was looking last yeah. week to see if they did the Tomorrowland entrance. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no okay yeah <laughs> um but in paris i think they're just not used to it and because there are so many projects ongoing obviously it's a bit of a bummer for them but panoramagic is going to reopen and then everyone is going to go there with their giant cameras and you know you're high enough to see but i don't think you will see much because they can just top it out avengers campus avengers campus and you'll see the lake. Yeah, but even at Avengers Campus, there's not going to be that much to see because once they've done the the groundwork, and typically, okay, yes, the pavement's going to be probably the last thing they actually put do. A lot of the stuff that's going to happen on Avengers Campus for the next probably six, seven months once yeah, we reopen will just be all inside. Well, now I guess they're working on the inside of the attractions, right? I guess Iron Man is inside. Probably... Inside is always the last thing to be finished. Um, so outside yeah. will be almost done. And then the very last thing will be the paving. Yeah. and um, Which, by the way, looks amazing in California. They've yeah. done a really Big good a. job. There's a massive A on the floor. Yeah. It's really cool. We're getting an A as well. Yeah, we are. I know. Yeah. But it's really yeah. cool. The paving looks great. Um, well, talking about that, they have started building the roofs of the restaurants. So the restaurants, they really went for them. Jesus. They, they only kept like three walls out of the entire structure that was weird <laughs> and they gutted everything inside which is kind of an interesting one because um the like why why just like bulldoze the whole thing anyway i think it's a good thing because sure i mean it had a weird shape and if you're going to change it into a quick service it probably needed it yeah i mean sure but um, now they've started rebuilding the roof on top of it. And so it's going to be, the restaurants are going to be interesting because I don't know what this Avengers armory thing is going to be, but I guess that's where all the Avengers have their armors <laughs> um, and tools and shields and stuff. Uh, so that's going to be what Blockbuster Cafe, I guess, used to be. And then next door is going to be the, um, the Ant-Man um, Pim Pim restaurant, which is going to have a really cool entrance because it's going to be like a giant concrete uh, block of an entrance. So like Pim is going to be like 
written up in the concrete it's gonna be like walking into a bunker so it's gonna be like a bunker look feel so it's of... actually the thing i'm most excited for yeah and... I, I think that's gonna be really cool and the the, um, the concept for california which is for inside which is the only thing that we've seen they, they, they were like those pretzels on this travelator on the ceiling and all sorts of like oversized things i don't know it's gonna be it's interesting. like the tiny burgers and things like that yeah yeah so that'll be interesting um and um spider-man the last time we checked also was getting covered in tarps and scaffolding which means that they're protecting it from the weather because probably they have started working on the exterior walls which a lot of them are um like brick Red. brick mock-up brick looking and uh some concrete with some paints and some like stark logos and that kind of stuff which is kind of fun and then at the our man coaster they really have prepared the bases for that big giant circular awning that's going to basically cover the entire show building so that'd be interesting to see when that starts going up um, i think it's gonna be really interesting because this year in theory as long as disneyland actually reopens we'll get our first idea of what this might is going to what not might be will be like yeah which it, sucks, it's gonna be a little bit honest different. i don't like it because it's like oh can you just open all of them at the same time so we have some sort of like not even exclusivity but we can have it at the same time now california is going to have it for an entire year and well maybe not an entire year wow. but okay well we don't know <laughs> <laughs> but they're going to have it for some months before us. Actually, it might really shrink. If California doesn't reopen until the summer, um, it will only be nine months. Um, yeah, I, I think it'll be somewhere in the region of six to nine. Yeah. But still, um, why can't we have nice things? Uh, the, the, but well, we've we'll got have... some nice things. We've got the armory. Well, no, the armory. The and also location, we have the, the meeting the is called Control Room. No, not Control Room. Um what is it called? Mission Control. Mission Control, Control. Yeah. Yeah. Mission Control, which is where you're going to go to meet the Avengers and, yeah, the Avengers <laughs> and their friends, I was going to say, but no. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think it's going to be quite interesting. Um, I, 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 I'm interested to see what happens to Cafe de Cascadeur, where that ends up in the whole shebang. Well, I feel, I feel like Cafe de Cascadeur really fits within the Spider-Man universe because Spider-Man is in New York and Cafe de Cascadeur oh, yeah, is very I, like, I think New York really style. Cool. I'd, I'd like to see maybe the seating expanded because that was always its problem. It could yeah. hold about 10 people. Yeah, that's the <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that, that was also kind of the charm of it, but it needs to have some sort of uh, second option. What that? Well, it could, or... it could have like an outdoor seating area that's got patio heaters or something like that. That would work. Or even like an enclosed second dining room if you just uh, theme it to something else, like a different style of building that is yeah. just connected to the trailer so you go through the trailer and then you go into another room or something as long as the food um, stays good because that was a great place to eat yeah yeah well crossing fingers i don't know um and then of course this year the other big thing for this year is still supposed to be the art of marvel so it looks like it's close to being finished uh but I when guess... it's when it's going to open it's funny because today when they announced the uh when they announced the opening date they announced the time that all the hotels were opening and they don't even mention hotel new york it's just not even on the list so 
don't know. Um, it has to, I suppose, sustain demand as well, right? Yeah, exactly. Because and I think I think they're Paris hoping has a lot of hotels. Yeah, we still have. I think maybe the, the thing is there's a bit of a gap between when Cheyenne opens, which is July first, I think. Uh, something is like that. Is? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, and, and then, then Sequoia is October 23rd. And I'm like, okay, well, between July 1st and October 23rd, I feel like there's some room in there in September for late August, early September opening of Hotel New York. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe even earlier. Maybe maybe you have like some hotel in April and then June and then July. I don't know. We'll see. But, um, but yeah, like you said, it depends on. I mean, they'd have to release bookings soon enough. They would have to release bookings soon enough, yeah. So we'll, see. well, they've got a whole bunch of people just withheld reservations, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who? But like, what do you do? Like, they keep being pushed back. I guess at some point. I mean, I guess some people still have reservations for it. Yeah. Um, remember, there was even like some discounts and stuff if you booked before. Yeah, you got like, like a meal plan. You got a before Christmas bra. 2019 or something. It was like some crazy thing like that, which yeah. seems so far away now. <laughs> so far away. So yeah, I mean, 2021 is already, you know, only nine months left because nine. Not even we eight. What? No, I mean like of Disneyland Paris. Oh, okay. We're opening April second. <laughs> so there's eleven. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. So 2021 is only going to be eight months of operations, and we're still hoping that Halloween and Christmas will be fun, and that maybe we can get automobile, and then we we'll get cars, and maybe Dream Factory. But you know, it depends. Depends on the prevailing conditions. Um, so. It might still be a fun year. I think it's still going to be quite a weird time, um, given how everything is moving along much slower than we thought. You know. Let's hope that our 2022 preview will be a bit more like, this is going to be amazing, guys. I know, right? <laughs> Other than that, you know, there could always be, we're on week 69 of lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> 2022 better be like a whole <laughs> rainbow of new things and fun things and, uh, you know... <laughs> we better get our money's worth next year. <laughs> no, because um, we'll still have annual passes. I'll keep getting extended. Like, I know. How, so how much longer can we give these people free access? <laughs> you said that your your pass is still is now valid for the thirtieth anniversary. Yeah, I, I should be the end of April twenty twenty two now. Crazy, but did you just renew before the closure? Um. So my pass started the first of March last year. Huh. Yeah. So yeah. So just before the closure. Yeah. That's crazy. But you haven't really enjoyed it, so it makes sense that now you you know yeah. But I guess when we have to like pay for a annual pass again, it's gonna be like oh. My question like, wow. about what do you mean you want? Be, what do you mean uh, you want nine hundred euros? <laughs> yeah, I had I do have questions about annual passes, and I know this isn't planned for the moment. But at what point? So say we extend the closure beyond April. At uh, what point did Paris pull a California and go, do you know what? Have your money. I don't even care anymore. Just take it. We're going to sunset this plane. Because you can't, you, can't have, you can't have Avengers Campus for free, everyone. Come on. You can't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a um, good question. I think for now we're safe. But let's see. 
Let's see. Yeah. I think it's, it's a possibility. I don't know. I don't know if it would make sense for Paris, given like the guest demographic and stuff. Um, but maybe that would be a way to like sort of purge everyone out and just start a new type of plan and new but pricing and just basically. I don't basically... think it's about purging because in Paris we had the purge what to just before the twenty fifth actually. <laughs> uh, Sounds like a horror movie in a Disney park. <laughs> the purge annual pass. But edition. no, because we had we had the annual passport where you had a whole bunch of people on either free ones or dirt cheap ones, and they changed it. That's exactly what they're doing in California, and that a lot of people would sort of still on these SoCal passes because they just had been for years and you could always renew them. This is the perfect opportunity just to go, you know what, you're not having this for $400 a year anymore. Bye-bye. You know, that was a great opportunity to do that. But yeah. at, at what point do they say, you can't have Avengers Campus for free? Come on. Yeah. I mean, mine is not going to run that far. I think at this point, it's going to be something like... I think it's gonna run till September, October this year. I think mine. So, still be nice. I could probably go for Halloween again on the same. Pass. I mean, you're gonna renew, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna. It's not I'll like my, no, I could go for Halloween and then I'm done. I pay my magic tax every year, you know, no matter how much it is. I guess I'm kind of a sucker that way. <laughs> I put a year in me and then I'm done. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you know, I'm not that type of guest. So I'll be like, well, of course I'll be back. How much do you want? <laughs> it's just like every year I show up to the annual pass office. And it's like, I'm not happy about doing this, but here you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still have on mine. I still have my, uh, my photo is still from my previous past. They were like, do you want to keep it? I'm like, uh, yes, because Axel and his beard is in the background. And also, um, I look, I look younger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had that. I, I sort of went, do you know what, I'm going to go first thing in the morning when the queues are the shortest. I was so tired because I think I got there at like midnight the night before. I'm like, can we, should we just use the part, picture from the old one? I was like, yes, please. I know. <laughs> um, oh, why am I, I'm hearing like some weird noise. Sorry. Uh, it's because my iPhone is doing, hold on, please hold while we, sorry. Thank you. Oh, we can't see you anymore. Oh, there you go. There you go. I'm back. Okay, better. Um, right. So, is there anything else we haven't covered? I mean, it's it hasn't been like a ton of news, but I feel like we are now up to date for everything that's going to come in 2021. Uh, are we still hoping book. for... Sorry? Oh, book. yeah. We haven't talked about merchandise. I mean, there's not much to discuss, but there's a book. Right. There's a Space Mountain book excited. coming up, so... I guess the Space Mountain book is going to come in June. Isn't the Space Mountain anniversary in June? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a key. I don't know. They can't do the same. They, they can't do both on the same time because people would literally go insane. There's also uh, a Nautilus key. Uh, oh, that is the Nautilus key. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No, is, so there, we'll, is there a Space Mountain as well? I can't remember. I feel like there was one planned. Wait, maybe, maybe it's been out already. No? Maybe not. Uh, I don't know. I've not. I've lost count of the keys because they were really cool for the first week of the twenty fifth. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, there's a new key. But the, it was a good thing because you had the set and it was nice. And now it's yeah. not. I have the set of the five lands and they're really lovely and I really love them. But basically, thanks. That's it. <laughs> yeah, they just become uh, crazy like all the other limited edition merchandise where it's just impossible to get them. Yeah, and also, what do you do with them? Unlock things. 
<laughs> unlock the fun. <laughs> Make it ninety. <laughs> I just walk up to the like the pass and I'm like, "Can I have your ticket, please?" And you're like, "I got the key. I don't need the top." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we also had we also had the Euro Disney merchandise um, that we all went crazy for. Was that in December? Yeah, it was in December. Yeah, I got everything I wanted. It was, was fun. fun. Yeah, I got some cups. I got a keychain. It was nice of them because you know at some point you're just gonna be like, "Well, we're just gonna sell this stuff because." Clearly, we don't know when it, when we're going to reopen, and people just want it, and you just got to do it right at some point. So they did, which was nice, and I think most people yes. got what they wanted. Yeah, um, I was quite pleased. I thought it went really well. And now we all have like fake ninety two sweatshirts and t shirts and stuff. <laughs> Rolling up to the reopening. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be wearing it. Everyone, everyone else will be wearing everyone's it. Yeah, everyone's like, going to be wearing it. I want my Insta pics in front of the fake castle.
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Worries that seem like many, and dancing you don't have.